0: All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. We hope that you enjoy, 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 enjoy. Welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by one of the Rock and Roll Residency members, musicians, all-around great guys, Jeremy Asrock. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us on the show with Neil Davis, one of the organizers of the Kissmas 2020 Kiss Masquerade. Um, Neil, thank you as well for taking the time. I'm going to start with you with a quick question What is this event and why?
1: Uh-huh. Uh, a great question that I could, could talk all into the evening for. So let me give you the quick answer. Um, what is it is a, a weekend event um, geared towards um, KISS fans around the music of KISS, the lifestyle of KISS, everybody that loves KISS. And um, so that's the short story of what it is. Uh, it's similar. Everybody who's watching this podcast, I think, is probably um, knows of, has been to you know, our Cruise Fest, which I'm one of the organizers for, some of the different KISS expos. So it's under the same theme of that. But the reason we did that is those type of events – aren't able to happen right now and that cruise fest was supposed to happen six weeks ago and 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 we had to cancel it because all those events were designed around a world that we don't live in right now for the time being so we my partner brian bell and myself who he's one of my partners on cruise fest also sat back a few months ago and said why don't we if you were going to have an event why don't how would you design it why don't we talk about how you would if you put an event on in the covid world we live in how would you do it so we really designed a how the event would run first and then lay the event on top of it what we're going to um, put into it as well and it's all geared around you know space safety uh, you know the element is different than in the past is you have much lower in-person attendance, but now you have a streaming element that gives people around the, the, the country, around the world, the opportunity to to experience an event like this that uh, might not have been able to in the past. So it's, it's an event we're very excited about. Um, I've, I've said this to, to many people is we're, we have a capacity of about 150 people in place, which is much smaller than most of the events that we put on in the past. But without question, it's a much more complex and difficult event to put on, despite it being smaller in scope. If scope is defined by the n- number of people there.
0: Jeremy, as part of the Talisman who are going to be performing a couple of times at this event, as a working musician, what do events like this offer you, uh, you know, other than work? You know, are at this time with COVID impacting so many people, you know, uh, how does this help a musician continue to connect with a, you know, an audience?
2: Well, you know, we'll start with work. I mean, we'll start there. (laughs) And, uh, you know, this, this, this event, this is our fan base, but you know, all of that aside, you know, that's everywhere. I was super impressed with the links that Neil has gone to, to make this a safe event. You know, I saw the layout and, you know, he's been working with Phil, you know, very closely on this. So Phillips kept me informed on what's going on. And it, it's very impressive, like to the point where, it, you know, I'm, nobody really knows how long, how long we're going to live in this world. You know, we're hopeful that, you know, this vaccine that everybody's talking about now is going to come through. But even then, we're still not going to reach a normal for a while. But that, you know, this was so well designed that it could set a precedent to to have this sort of thing in this world and it is just very impressive yeah,
1: well, thank you. You know, Jeremy, I, I was telling Julian right before we came on about all of the small things that you, ha- you have to do. You know, and, and I'm not complaining because this is what we said we we're gonna do. But for example, where everybody's gonna eat, we've got 150 people they are gonna eat. So how do you make sure that everybody is eating in a proximity where they're 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 still distance apart? And this location, we're fortunate because it's got an expansive uh, uh, parking lot and tree-lined area. And what we said, we're gonna put a table in every parking spot, we have a table. Then we skip a a a parking spot, then we put a table. But then we said, well, how do we make sure that's okay? So I went out today and I had to, with with our our, uh, measuring tape, measure the dimensions of, of parking spots to make sure we were okay. And I was telling Julian, if anybody wants to know a little fact, a parking spot is nine feet wide and a handicapped spot is 10 feet wide and we know that because we have to make sure we have enough spots for all the tables and enough uh, uh, room for uh, proper distancing and and that's just a little and I say it kind of a little tongue-in-cheek but that's the things you have to take into consideration that you never would have thought of that a year ago you never would have thought about it I mean in fact back then you said we want to cram every, how many people can we cram into this room? And now it's the exact opposite. Yeah. And it's just a completely reversed way of thinking. And I, I have said this many times. I don't like that we have to do what we're doing. Don't like it. Wish we weren't doing it. But if we're going to put it on an event, you have to do it. You have to adhere to it. We've got to put the, the, the procedures in place. Um, the artists have to buy into it. And everybody that's attending has got to be a part of it all. And um, or, or you can't have these events. And, um, you know, we take that very seriously. And, and we, we relay that to all the guests um, up while well, up, up, coming up to the event. And um, when they arrive at the event as well, they'll, they'll see that's the practices that are in place.
0: Jeremy, as an artist in this time, how do those restrictions affect you and some of the things that you now have to do to protect yourself and your band and the audience? Well,
2: they they affect me in you know pretty much the largest way because you know without these kind of things we don't really do anything and most events aren't going to these lengths. So you know the the effect is is that we just don't play, we don't work. You know, the Talisman have done a few acoustic things lately because, I don't know, there's just something about uh, acoustic music. You can sit at a table and you can space it out versus, you know, energetic loud rock where everybody wants to stand and be close to the stage. So, you know, it's it's affected me in the hugest way possible. But uh, stuff like this, I, I feel good about doing, you know, there, there's still shows we could go out there and do that are unsafe we all see the videos all the time and you know I I can't do that I have type 1 diabetes I got a newborn in the house so you know that that stuff's just not really cool and you know I don't want to draw any negative attention on us either that's just like a an argument I don't want to get in with people and you know I want to be safe I'm I'm okay with wearing a mask and, and stuff so you know when I was on a call and And Neil was showing the layout of how it all works, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but all the artists and and staff, we all get tested going into the thing, right?
1: Yeah, so um, that's right. You know, all the, you know, Jeremy and the band, they have to work closely with the sound production people. And, you know, Jeremy and I are going to need to talk close together. So everybody, and it's a big group of people. I mean, it's probably 40, 50 people between the artists, the production people, uh, all the staff Every one of us is getting COVID tested on site. In addition, he mentioned, you know, the mask, you know, so it's it's a multi-pronged test factor. So, um, in fact, you know, um, I'm picking up Jeremy at the airport um, when he comes to town and we're we're taking him over to the testing place um, right away. And and we're all doing that. And again, I go back saying nobody likes it. Sorry that, you know, he's got to go have a swab stuck up his nose. But, um, you know, we're all I'm doing that for Jeremy and he's doing that for me. and, And
2: we're all doing that for each other. Uh, and I don't even think about, like, I don't like it. I I, I don't even really care that much. It's just kind of like what you got to do, you know, like, yeah. so I, I, I don't even have a, a negative feeling about it. It's just like kind of part of the situation now. It's what you do. And, and like I said, you know, like after this happens, I, I, I really hope this sets a precedent of how you can have an event in this time. And I, I think that's like the most important part of this whole thing. I mean, you know, there's – just kiss things that happen all the time. And it's going to be great to see everybody and see our friends and, and fans and actually even play music together. You know, like we don't, you know, me and Ryan and Phil do acoustic things every now and then, but man, plugging in guitars and playing some rock, man, like yeah. that's going to, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the most important – because I think the thing that everybody's looking at is like, oh, well, you're having an event. Like, ooh, should you be having an event right now? How safe is your event? So I think uh, making the the safety precautions clear is probably the biggest deal of the whole thing and the biggest point to stress about it because I think that's what everybody's looking at. I mean, you can look at the lineup and tell it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean – even the worst kiss expo thing is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And this is a good one, you know? Yeah. You know, well, we got you, some good stuff happening. You mentioned the lineup, you know, I think,
1: um, you know, as, as fans, you know, does to, to, you know, it's, I think it's fair to say the talisman are, are called, we'll call it the house band, you know, they're, they're playing the most. Um, but, you know, they're, and they're hosting a lot of other other entertainers. But, you know, to, to see them playing, you know, with, with, with John Beauvoir, um, which, you know, they've done a few times in the past, but this is where they can play multiple songs with him. You know, having them play with Rick Derringer. And, Jeremy, I don't think any of y'all have played with Rick Derringer before.
2: We, we have never played with Rick Derringer. And, you know, like the, the, the rock and roll residency's whole vibe were guys like Rick Derringer, and he's a guy that we never – So, yeah, man, like I – you have no idea how excited I am about that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And um, um, yeah. And you know, it, it, it's, it's. I'll tell you a funny story. When I uh, started talking to him, he was. Um, he goes, "Yes, uh, I, I said you're gonna be playing with you know Ace's band members," and you know he was kind of pausing, and he goes, wow. I did some stuff with Ace back in the 80s, and it was a mess. It's not the same same people, and so forth. I mean, these guys are tight. I think between conversations, he looked you guys up because his tune changed. Because I think at first he was remembering something something different. And um, but you know you know he's fantastic. You know his music stands on its own. And you know what most Kiss fans uh, know, uh, but maybe not everyone, is that Rick's aside from being a great musician, has a unique tie to the kiss kiss world and that um in 1983 when kiss was recording the lick it up album the first song on the album the exciter song when they recorded it you know vinnie vincent who's an amazing guitarist but for whatever reason the lead he recorded just didn't they didn't feel like it fit the song so they called uh, rick up and he came in and played the lead and um and you know it's a, it's a great song it's a killer lead and um but he played and hadn't played it since so this will be the first time since then that he's played it and he's playing it with Talisman. And, and you know, I'm excited about, about the fact that, that for the first time, um, KISS fans, whether you're in person or streaming it, are going to get to see the uh, the original guitarist who played Exciter um, uh, performing it, and um, which is going to be fantastic. Um, and, you know, uh, another quick little joke story, and then I'll uh, turn it back over. I had an opportunity about a decade ago to play with Rick. My band opened up for him at an event, and he used all of our backline, which is the amp, the drums, the PA. And um, there's a story sometimes musician, if you don't sound good at an event, you say, "Well, it's not me; it was the it was the it was the, the gear, the backline stuff." So we played our set; it was whatever it was. Then he came over and played, and it was like you know angels from above. It sounded so good. And I remember telling the guys in my band, I go, "Well, we can't blame the backline anymore." And um, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, the quality of the musicians that he is is just um um and, and he, he's just amazing and i i think it's great to see i mean you know he's he's a, a a legend and you know he's um and to see him playing with you know people that are becoming legends it's kind of like you know the merging of two generations of musicians
0: all inspired, seemingly, from a very similar route. Rick Derringer, I saw in a bar. A friend's uh, band opened for them in the early 90s outside of uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Fantastic catalog of 70s rock that guy has. Just absolutely outstanding. And, of course, the Kiss Connection is very exciting. So you're holding the Kissmas Masquerade over two days, Friday and Saturday, the 18th and 19th of December, at the Sarasota Event Center. Um You know, what led you to choose that area and to make it a two-day event? Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, similar to the cruise, you're having a sailway party that the talisman are going to be doing an acoustic set. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Neil, let's start with you just uh, about the venue and choosing it, and then go to Jeremy uh, about the acoustic set and some of the stuff the talisman enjoy doing in that format.
1: Yeah, well, again, when we started saying, if we're going to do this, how would we do it? And there's some amazing hotels in Sarasota that have your traditional 10,000 square foot um, convention center space. But we couldn't do it there because, again, we needed the uh, ability to essentially control the venue and have a lot of outside space. So the Sarasota Event Center is – I'm not sure when it was built. I I guess it was probably in the 70s and the 80s, back when there wasn't as much um, effort to try to put as much as possible on a piece of property. So it's got 22-foot ceilings indoors. It's got expansive parking lot and areas, so it really fit what we were trying to accomplish about having lots of room. And uh, they've had a lot of concerts and events there before, and um, I, so I'm familiar with it because I live in Sarasota. And um, just just you know realize that you know it doesn't have the glitz and glamour of a downtown Miami hotel, but it has everything that we need right now as far as space and functionality.
0: And it's not in downtown Miami, which is also a very nice thing. That's a positive as well. Yeah, 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 that's that's right. So
1: but I mean, it's great. You know, I I really think for for all of us, Julian, you you know, you're probably remember this. Growing up as a kid going to these old, you know, kind of smoke. None of them are smoky anymore. But these old rock halls, you know, just big halls that, you know, high ceilings. And, and, um, you know, they're not fancy. There's four walls and a ceiling. And, you know, that's what, what this is. Now it's been kept up. It's a nice shape. Um, but it's, you know, again, you look up and, you know, it's all, you know, you know, it's 20 plus feet in the air for the ceiling. And, um, you know, uh, we're having a second stage outside. We've got room for a whole concert hall area outside. We've got a room for people to have merchants. And then we have a completely separate area for people to eat their meals as well. And um, it just what, what we like about it is that it was on a, uh, I think it's a whole, it's a, it's a five acre campus uh, uh, for us to put the whole event on.
0: Nice. Very nice. So on Friday, the 18th, it's go- uh, the event's going to kick off with the Christmas Happy Hour, hosted by Eric Alberti and the lovely Julie. Um, yes. Then you're going to kick into the 2020 Sail Away Show featuring the talisman. Jeremy, what can fans expect? And obviously, uh, you're not going to say everything.
2: Right. Uh, well, you know, we've been out kind of semi-touring acoustically, doing some random stuff, you know, in Nashville and out of Nashville acoustically. So uh, I don't know if you've uh, followed any of our live streams. It's going to be largely based around what we're doing. You know, we have been adding some other stuff like Van Halen songs and uh, some Hair of the Dog and uh, some rock and roll residency stuff from our EP, but I don't think we're going to do any of that. I think we're just going to stick to the Kiss stuff. So uh, if you're real curious, you can go search out one of those uh, one of those live streams we did. But uh yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna hold my cards close to the chest. Everybody knows we like Kiss. We can dig pretty deep, and you know, we will not be playing rock and roll all night.
0: No, and yeah. I, I I did want to congratulate you by the way on the uh, Rock and Roll Residency EP that came out earlier this year in July. Really, really fun listen. So thanks a lot thank, for giving thank us some you. music. Thank you.
2: It's been uh, it's. It's been sitting in the cloud for about three years now, so I'm I'm grateful that it actually made it out of the cloud and people can hear it. Yeah, and anyone wanting to
0: check that out can go to the Rock and Roll Residency on Bandcamp.com. Just throw those words into a search yeah. and it'll actually, take you there. Actually, at this
2: point now, man, you, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, like anywhere you stream music or download it, you can go there and you'll find it. But
0: I'll say go to Bandcamp because then the artists actually get some money.
2: Yeah, we actually do get the money there. (laughs) That's a very good point. Forget what I said. Bandcamp is the only place you can get it.
0: (laughs) Neil, you also got Led Led Zeppelin cover band who will be following the residency on stage. And then the Cruise Fest 2021 official announcement. Um, And uh, all that stuff, you know, people are just going to have to enjoy in person. You know, there's not much to add to to that. But uh, headliner that night, of course, Jean Beauvoir. The fantastic Jean Beauvoir will be joining the Talisman in concert. You're going to get to plug in, and as you said, the difference of plugging in and playing acoustic is a marked difference in sound and attitude. How much are you looking forward to getting loud?
2: Uh, So, you know, I know we've got a mostly adult audience here. It's kind of like if you don't have sex for a really long time and then you finally get to. It, it, it's a lot like that and it's not just playing music it's playing with my guys and you know playing kiss songs but but jeremy
1: using that example though don't make it go too quick yeah you know so it's gotta
2: last it's gotta last a little while so uh well, well, luckily luckily i have two days and three sets to spread it out okay yeah so.
0: yeah, yeah. now i've seen phil's been busy practicing his uh rock and roll over bass lines uh Let's talk Rock and Roll Over for a minute. As a okay. Kiss album, what? it's my favorite. It is the one album I will go to at any time, even though I became a fan in the '80s. It is my Kiss album. What does an album like Rock and Roll Over mean to you, Jeremy?
2: It's funny because uh, when I was a young kid, and uh, you know, I, I had every record when I was little. Rock and Roll Over was my least favorite, but uh, as, as I got older, it's It's hard for me to rank Kiss albums because, I don't know, at one time or another, they're all in the top. But uh, I guess since uh, I neglected Rock and Roll Over a lot growing up, I liked it more as an adult. Because I would not listened to it as much as I had, say, I don't know, Alive 2 or something like that. And that was another thing. I preferred all the Alive 2 versions of those songs versus the studio versions because it sounded like streamlined rock, you know so now you know rock and roll over sits really high and you know a lot of those songs aren't really in a KISS set nor have they ever been so I think it's fun for KISS fans to hear those songs and you know a live presentation like see you in your dreams you know KISS doesn't play that song love them leave them you know they don't play that so that's going to be fun stuff to play and see People's reaction, and you know, shit. Even if I was in the crowd and heard a band playing those songs, yeah, all right,
0: yeah. I, I think, uh, with how we saw Phil practicing Loving them and Leave them uh, you and Orion are gonna have to work up some moves to counter his base on that song because he's looking like he's doing full on choreographing for that song,
2: um, just like Gene did Well, in, I guess it'll video. have to be me and him because I. I no, Phil is Phil is singing that one, so yeah, uh, yeah. Me and Ryan will have to. I guess we will have to work that out, won't we? <laughs> however, uh, however, when we do Hard Luck Woman, you will not be seeing me reaching my arms around Ryan to play a double-neck oh. guitar or anything. We got like the double-neck for you. Wait a minute, you're not doing that? Yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan's a big guy. I can't reach around him, and he's taller than me, so he'd probably have to hunch over too far to.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think neck. the optics of that are going to work too well, but there you go. Yeah. All right. You know what?
2: On. i got to be honest. I don't even think the optics work that very well when KISS did it either. It's uh-huh. a little weird.
0: No. Alright, Saturday is kind of the main event, right? Uh, the KISS Masquerade opens at, uh, what is it, 10 a.m.? Uh, tell right. us what uh, fans who attend in person can experience um, during the actual masquerade.
1: Sure, sure. So, uh, we've got You know, a lot of great, you know, uh, uh, uh,
0: KISS vendors,
1: merchandise people are going to be set up um, in the outside. So you can go and get some last minute presents for the KISS fan you love, or if that KISS fan you love is yourself, you can get something for yourself. But we start with music and activities literally first thing in the morning. And we're beginning where we have a uh, Florida musician named Gary Shutt, who's uh, literally just a good guitar virtuoso. And uh, his style has always been, very, very similar to Eddie Van Halen. And you know with all the the challenges and, and tough things that have happened this year, losing um Eddie certainly ranks up there, I think, with everybody. So we want to start off Saturday with a special salute to the the music, the leads of Eddie Van Halen, and he's going to perform you know the different different uh, uh, songs and 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 segments that that you know made Eddie Eddie. And uh, you know, I think we'd all agree there's there's only one Eddie Van Halen. um but there's probably twenty people across the country that if you close your eyes and listen to them, it sounds like you're listening to Eddie Van Halen. You know, Jeremy's one of them, but he's, he's going to be busy, so he can't do it. Um, so uh, Gary's one of the other ones. So we're going to start with that. And actually,
2: you know, I, I, actually, I sound more like Michael Anthony. Phil sounds like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> okay, so... Um, and then um, after that, we have
1: uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a special... Uh, you know, we have a, a, um, a special lunch, and then we're having something called Tour Talk, and Jeremy's going to be a part of it. And, you know, Julian, is, as a fan... There's things that 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 you know we are all curious about that Jeremy and the other guys live. You know, what's it, we 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 see what it's like to, for them to play on stage with with Ace and with with Gene. What's it like for the other 22 hours between the shows? You know, what, what's it like when you travel? What are the experiences like? What how what's the
2: interactions and and tell us some stories. What are things that stick on your mind about with Gene and and with um, I gotta say I, I'm really looking forward to that because like. An answer to a question like that, there's, there's actually two answers. There's like, okay, you're in this other band. You know what? It's okay. The travel kind of sucks or blah, 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 blah. But I hang out with Ryan and Phil, and, and we hang out in airports and all these places together. And, you know, we, we have mastered the art of having a good time. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, uh, so, so all of that stuff you just said with those guys is a whole lot of fun. There's not... I. I can't remember – I really can't remember a lot of bummers, man. Everything's Mm -hmm. been just a fucking blast. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to talking about that because it's not always like that. And Julian, I think you'd agree with me that
1: we we as fans look forward to hearing that type of stuff.
0: Oh, absolutely, and especially when you've got someone like Keith LaRue as well who's traveled the the world with a band like Kiss – and, some of the and, stories and also, he's got.
2: like, uh, we'll be able to have some pretty interesting conversations with Keith because, like, for instance, when we were in Japan with Ace, Keith was there with us. Keith was running his meet and greets in between and, like, you know, he was he was part of that whole experience with us. So, you know, we'll be able to talk about it and probably remind each other of stuff that happened that, yeah. you know, the other had forgotten about. That's right. That's right. And I, I haven't seen Keith in a while either, so that'll be yeah 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 that'd be fun the um
1: you know he and a group of people are actually i think coming down and doing disney world next week so they're 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 you know um you know making it yeah. a whole, whole week experience but after i'm,
2: I'm sure PJ's going to be with him if they're going to disney world then
1: yeah yeah
2: you know have you seen pj's hair you know i, I play gene
1: in a kiss tribute band I, i'm gonna yeah, I'm, like people, I'm gonna i'm gonna put him down and cut his hair off and use it as my wig for gene going forward it's thrown out so <laughs> much got-
2: He's got plenty to spare.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the um, so after the tour talk, um, we have uh, Kurt Frolick. He's the singer guitarist in Steve Riley's LA Guns, and it's really the Kurt Frolick and friends. And um, it's a group of musicians. Um, you know, a brand. You know, um, Jeremy, who you were on um, his new album. He's gonna be
2: playing with yes. them and a few other people. Uh, uh, I'm in a project called Minefield with uh, Brandon Fields, who started as a young fan of mine, but then. You know, stayed the course and kept doing it, and now he is my colleague. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I got a project that I do with him and Todd Kearns from Slash's band and Matt Starr from Ace's band. So, yeah, Brandon will be down there playing with Kurt. Uh, I'll actually be playing bass on a couple songs with them. I, I, they're doing a pass the bass around thing with their set, and yeah. all, all of the Talisman will be playing bass on a couple songs at some point. Of oh, so yeah. be Yeah, uh, yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. So, and they're doing some some really cool sampling of Kiss songs from from a specific era and a specific albums, and it, and it's going to be great. Um, once that wraps up, we go into um, another panel discussion. And I don't know if I mentioned or I didn't mention it earlier, uh, but Eddie Trunk will be in attendance in Sarasota, and he's really the the MC for the for the event. You know, really tying over, tying together the different different events and and moderating some of these conversations. So the second uh, panel talk will be with Rick Derringer. And we talked about him musically a few minutes ago, but uh, you know, there's so many things that I think that people would, would want to know. And you know, I remember I, I was fortunate enough to have dinner with him a few weeks ago, and he was telling me, you know, we were at a table, so I didn't want to pick his brain too much, but he goes, he goes, yeah, I remember Gene Simmons calling me, and and he, I want to hear it. Then the waitress came up and asked, took his order, and then we got, I was like, what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? But um, you know, that's the type of stuff that we want to hear. And um, and you know, Jeremy was talking about recording. This album, Minefield. You know, when you record things today, by and large, you sit. You know, everyone can do it electronically, and they send the file uh, to 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 each other. Back then, you went to a studio. You know, so what what was it like when you went in the studio? Who was in the studio with you? What did you talk about? You know, what was Gene and Paul's reactions to it all? What do you think about the song? I mean, there's a lot of things that I think as as, as fans uh, we want to hear. And and you know, Rick, there's there's a lot of great stories, people, storytellers out there. Rick's never done one of these expos before. This is his first one. This is his first time talking about his experience being a part of Kiss. So, and 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 I don't even know what he's going to say. So, um, you know, we're gonna we decide just let let it just be Eddie Trunk interviewing uh, Rick Rick Derringer. So um, that'll happen after that. Um, then something we're really excited about is with with one of Jeremy's uh, colleagues, uh, Phil Schaus has uh, since phil doesn't have uh, two young kids at home he has a lot of time on his hands so he put together a a video a, a internet tv show called shouse rules and it's where he interviews different bands but he starts it off you know you know all three of them are very kind of witty charismatic guys and he gets in front and does like a a, a monologue so we're, we're it's creating but but he's always recorded pre-recorded for the first time ever we're doing shouse rules you know, live at uh, Christmas Masquerade, and he's interviewing um, uh, John Babar. I, I think he might um, Chip from Enough's Enough will be there as well. And there's some other things that that I, I sh- just wish I could tell you about that's going to happen. But there's some things we're sworn to secrecy that are going to happen in that that I think are going to be um, when they kiss say Kiss
2: fans are going to. I know what it is, and yeah. if you're a diehard Kiss fan, it, it's it's, it's never been done. going to eat it up. It, they, you hear that
1: thing it's something about going viral if anything has a chance of going viral it's what 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 jeremy are talking about and we just can't say anymore not because we don't want to it's just it's, we think it's so cool we don't want to ruin the surprise and um so we're having the shouts rules then after that it's dinner time we have a um uh, outdoor barbecue both of the meals we have a lunch um, um hope hosted by uh, jay Jadowski and his daughter and which is outdoors and we're having a, a barbecue pit outside and we're having a dinner and um, um a lot of people know but not everybody does it's ryan cook's birthday next saturday so uh we're going to have a barbecue dinner a special uh, a birthday celebration for ryan you know again how do you do things differently you can't have a cake that you cut and everybody grabs so everybody's getting their own cupcake and uh, ryan's going to come out and have a cupcake with a a um uh, a candle on it to blow it out. And we'll all sing them happy birthday. And, um, you know, I think that'll be, be, be fun for us. And hopefully we can make his birthday celebration special for him as well. So that's, that's when daytime transitions to nighttime and, um, we move inside to the concert hall and we have four performances that night. It starts off with, um, actually, you know, my band kiss America, um, And um, I'm not performing this year because we're putting on the event. I've got a, a, a fill in. But what we're doing is, again, with the idea that this is supposed to be different for KISS fans, is we are taking, you know, if you're an old KISS fan, you remember the first three albums were repackaged as the originals. So we're calling this the Originals Deep Cut Show. So we're taking songs from those first three albums that aren't played. You know, like songs like Deuce and Black Diamond, great songs, but you can hear them regularly. You don't hear Ladies in Waiting. You don't hear um All I Can, songs like that. So you'll hear uh, songs from those three albums that, that aren't frequently or ever played as well. We're also not using the more uh, costumes that you see like Destroyer Love Gun. It's all the early black leather um, Hotter Than Hell costumes. Yes. Yeah, so it's, we're excited about it. And um, um, after that, you know, uh, uh, Enough's Enough is going to be in town, and they're performing. You know, I, I don't know if everybody knows, but uh, Doc McGee was, was the person who kind of, quote, uh, was the founder, you know, discovered that band. And, uh, you know, they're a great band. I, I've had the opportunity to to see them in, in, in concert, and um, they're going to come out and I know do a, a great show. Uh, third, then, we're having, which is I think everybody – um and i think including the other artists uh, jeremy everyone else is excited about is uh bruce kulik and todd todd kearns they live on the west coast of the country uh they're streaming a performance an acoustic performance to us of of acoustic kiss and um you know i've been fortunate i've seen the set list amazing and you know anybody that's been on the kiss cruise or uh, watch the videos Know when, when uh, Bruce and, and Todd has together.
2: I told you. Here it is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> hey, young man. He, luckily, he can't hear you, and you can't hear him because okay. I have my earbuds Okay. So. Well, we'll just wait. So, yeah. <laughs> so, carry on yeah,
1: so, so Bruce and Todd are playing a, a, a performance for us and um, you know it's, it's it's gonna be you know I think you know fantastic and then the headliners you know for the evening the um, the, the live headliners you know um, the, the talisman and and they're really in all practical is doing two shows they're coming out and playing the rock and roll over album all the songs on it then they're gonna step off and for their encore. they're going to um, they're going to be playing some some other songs including we talked about Rick derringer Rick Derringer. and
2: um, probably a few other surprises that he yeah, yeah we got we got a few other deep cuts that we're just gonna do yeah In this box.
0: that's that's just going to be fantastic and you know what Bruce I don't think has ever let the fans down with one of his set lists for that he's put together at these events so I mean that's really exciting it's great that the rock and roll residency the tallies when, are going to be doing... Yeah, yeah this is
2: definitely The Talisman. I, 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 I know it all gets a, a lot... very blurry, because it's all the same guys, but uh, this, this is definitely The Talisman.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's so easy to slip up and go back to yeah, I, I know, the other so name.
2: Other guys in our other family that aren't... like. Yeah, I know. It's We crossed the streams, and now it's confusing for everybody.
0: <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I, I sort of feel like
2: me, Phil, and Ryan... As a package, we we are definitely the talisman. That was so. That'll
0: that'll be the highlight of the second night, right? And you know, does everything wrap up after that, or are you guys going to keep going all night long?
1: Well, no, we're not going all night long. I think some of our all night days are behind us. Um, and if there's a sad part of it all is, you know, we wrap up around 1130 midnight and, you know, um, and call it evening and then everybody wakes up and you know has to go home the next day. Um, but, you know, the, you go home, we go into Christmas week and everybody gets to go home to their family or loved ones and get ready for that. And fortunately, you, I, we're hoping you go into the holidays with some great memories and, you know, finishing what's been by all practical purposes a, a, a pretty rough riding year for most of us finishing on a highlight uh, a, you know on a high note and you know that's that's what really our intent is is that you know it'll be great to see everybody and participate in it. it'll be sad to say goodbye but um it'll be a wonderful way to have, have, have put a kind of cherry on top of this year and look forward to better better days ahead in 2011
2: 2000 excuse me 2011 2021 21. And, and yeah and, and maybe You know, people be able to look at this and it be a model for how stuff works until we don't have to do it like this anymore.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a real positive, Jeremy, about, you know, making the best of the situation. And, Neil, like you just said, to maybe look back on 2020, which has not been a good year, to be able to look at the things in this year that are good. Because mm-hmm. even though it's been a challenge, it's not been all bad. It's moments like this, and what people are able to make of them, and to enjoy. So, uh, tickets available? You know, wh- what's the story on people uh, being able to attend this?
1: Well, Julian, I, I, I'm thank you for bringing that up. The because we've talked about you know the being in Sarasota, and uh, I think I think tickets sold out today. Um, and but what's not more important, but just as important is we've made a, a huge commitment on this on being a streaming event and uh, for a lot of reasons. One, because, you know, if you can own there, there's more than 150 people that, that, that want to experience something like this and we just couldn't fit them. So uh, we had to limit it. And um, but this also, you know, when you when you try to look at this like a pandemic situation and, and how do you try to take some, some good out of out of bad? And what it's done is it's forced us as people put on events, it's forced entertainment entertainers like Jeremy to look at new ways to provide you know, entertainment for people, to provide uh, music for people. And a streaming situation is, is you know, has been started to be done quite regularly uh, since the pandemic. Now, they've been all types. You'll have people playing in their living room. You have, you have Kiss on New Year's Eve, a huge production. And what we want to do was show that in addition to, having in person, you could have a quality live streaming event for people across the world to, to experience as well. So we've put in a major investment and this, this is not going to be a couple of people sitting with their iPhones up streaming at all. You know, we've got um, four or five cameras, um, some, some fixed ones, um, some handhelds. Uh, we've got a data room in the back where we have people, uh, literally a director who's watching them all. And 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 making like a pay-per-view show, so you're getting all the right shots as well, and um, so people can see a a pay-per-view quality for event, and and the whole whole two days is, is only a, it's a twelve dollars to see it for live twelve
2: stream. bucks, man. I mean, you yeah. know, I'm like, what what else? Nobody's going to office Christmas parties, like what, no, what else yeah, are you gonna yeah. do?
1: Like? I mean, you can't go to movies right now, but if you went to the movie theaters, you pay you pay for one ticket twelve bucks now, and you get both days for twelve dollars. And you can watch up for 48 hours later because we have people that are bought from all over the world. Well, it might be the middle of the night at certain times or they might be working so they can catch part of it. And then when they get off work and when they wake up, they can watch another part of it. Or if they love the talisman, a uh, sail away show, you know, they might want to watch it over and over for a couple of days. So it's a great experience. And we've talked a lot about being in person, but it's just as important um, and just as good of opportunity as live streaming. And as uh, a person who puts on these type of events, I- I'm excited. I hope this, this format, you know, survives after whenever this all goes away, I think there's an opportunity like when we do cruise fest next year, um, even though we have thousands of people of that, there, there's people across the world that can't come to Miami, so it gives us the opportunity to let people enjoy this this entertainment, even if they, they can't
0: be there I love it, you're you're pioneering things that will probably continue to be important in the industry as we recover from this pandemic and going down the road you know, new revenue opportunities perhaps, streaming events yes. you, know, it, it's, you know, it's I, I definitely only good. think
2: streaming has found its way into the society permanently, yeah. you know, uh, th- that, 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 thing, you know, the, the amped up version of it, that, that's not going away. That's going to be part of our lives yeah. probably for, forever. And, uh, and, you know, while we're talking about it, meet hook dot live is where you're going to find this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Meet hook, which is M E E T hook dot live is our streaming partner. You can go, that's our website and you can buy your tickets, your $12 tickets there. You can also go to our website, which is KISSmas, K-I-S-S-M-A-S, 2020.com, and we have a link to it. Now, Julian, you said something very nice. You said I'm a pioneer about streaming. I, I don't know if I can take that. There's a lot of people that are doing it, but I'll tell you what I am a pioneer in. I am a pioneer. We are the only streaming event that for everybody that buys a ticket to the streaming event, you get put into a raffle for this replica bass guitar. So, only for streamers. The people that are in attendance don't get in the auction So or the raffle. Every streaming person gets in a raffle, and Phil Schaus is going to play this bass, and um, one person from the live stream will, will have this bass shipped to them. And so, we're the first live streaming ones that gives you an opportunity to get an X bass given to you just for watching something that you probably want to watch, anyways. So, you know, excited about that. You know, uh, buy a ticket for yourself buy one for your friends and family and then you take the raffle ticket for the base
0: that's real nice and gene didn't trademark kissmas really Uh, simmons is slipping oh my goodness um great raffle is the streaming available worldwide he
2: doesn't watch this podcast because he'll go
0: (laughs) (laughs) so is the streaming open worldwide or are are there any restrictions
1: nope it's, it's it's worldwide streaming you know there's some platforms like zoom came out with a platform for concert streaming as well but it's limited to the u.s and we really wanted to the, the kiss kiss world is a global audience
2: yeah it's it uh, is man that was one thing when i got, in, you know into the world it's you know actually it was the kiss cruise that's where i learned like, wow man like i knew that kiss was big all over the world but when you when you see it like yeah and then and then after playing with the guys you know and like seeing it through that lens it's it it is a global phenomenon like limiting this to the u.s would be silly yeah yeah
1: no absolutely would be would be yeah uh julian i'll tell you just jeremy's reminding me a quick story about the, the kiss cruise. It was kiss cruise eight that you guys were on it and and um just coincidence their rooms were right next to to uh, our room and we kept just you know, going out and they said that, that he's buddies with them all. They, they all, their doors all open at the same time. They walk out at the same time. They come back together, but we, we just happened to, cause you're, you know, right next to each other, saw them all the time. And we didn't know them at the time, but I remember saying just, Hey guys, man, been great set. They are all just the genuinely nicest guys. And, um, you know, to everybody. And, you know, I was just one of 2,500 people on the boat, just happened to be staying next to them. And they always, you could tell genuine, and they still to this point because I, I deal with them all the time now. They love what they're doing. They are appreciative of the people that they they perform for. You know, they they they're, they're they're great at what they're doing, and and we're just you know so fortunate and honored to have them coming to Sarasota and being a part of
2: our event. Thank you, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. Uh, we we're just we're just dudes, man. <laughs> you know, and that's why that's why that's why we've all been like you know just tight friends for so long now i mean like i've been tight with phil for 20 years now oh he and i he and i didn't even play together until we were tight buds for shit 11 years Mm -hmm. and and you know all this stuff just sort of happened you know it was it's it's just so wild you don't really get the opportunity to do stuff like this with your friends you're usually put into a situation with people that, you know, you're already in that situation. You become friends out of that. And then, but this, we were all like buds that would sit around and, you know, watch Kiss videos and shit. And then we wind up on this adventure together. I mean, um, you know, I, I, I can remember vividly me and Phil going to see Ace at the Wild Horse in Nashville and just rocking the fuck out and getting our asses kicked. Ace was really good that night and, you know look what happened it's yeah so it's so wild I, I i'm very appreciative of everybody this you know just even the simple thing of getting to play guitar for people and you know meagerly support my family on that i mean well, that what a dream come true yeah and i get to do it with these guys playing for these guys i mean that's The, the odds of winning Powerball are better. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Awesome. Neil, anything final to add before we wrap up? Uh, you just want to give a, a quick summary of where people can go again to uh, find out all the details.
1: Well, sure. The Kissmas2020.com has the lineup, the schedules, the links to buy tickets. You know, we had actually a, a, a stage played guitar that um, you could buy from, from – um, 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 Who's, who are we doing? Um, Phil? Who, oh, Ryan. No, we had a stage plays guitar. That just, just sold. We're going to have some other things as well. And um, um, you can read about it all. And, and again, you can buy your, your streaming tickets for, for, for $12 for the event. And, you know, again, we, we hope everybody enjoys it. You know, we put this on. My partner, Brian Bell, and I put this on for, for the reason because, you know, we love music. We love Kiss music. We love the people around it. We love everything about it, and it was our opportunity to, to, to play a part and, and, and bring something uh, a bright spot to, to what's been a pretty dreary year for everybody. So we're proud of the event and um, looking forward, Jeremy, to see you in what ten days from now. Yeah, and, man. Uh, and I know. Uh, the, yeah,
2: the uh, Brandon's podcast that two nights ago. He's like, I can actually say like next weekend. I'm like, wow.
1: Yeah. Wow, it is next weekend. Yeah, that's right that's right yeah yeah and uh yeah julian it's a, it's a pleasure to, to to be on your show as well and you know uh encourage you to keep doing what you're doing and and uh, kind of uh keep keep the dream alive
0: i'm just looking forward to next year being able to get back to nashville in august so uh that's that's my time of year that was put oh, off so. this year
2: yeah i definitely hope that happens I want the rocket yeah. pod.
0: Yep, yeah. but uh, that that'll be another show. All right, yeah. guys. Neil, Jeremy, have the best of events. Jeremy, thank you me. know, safe travels there as well. I hope you guys and, have and, uh, thank you a-
2: Neil for uh, for putting on the event and having us and, and you know, you know, going to such great lengths to make sure this is you know, if, if people want to put it under a microscope, it, it's going to look pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a it's a, a kind of undertaking of love awesome thank you both
2: okay thank you see you next weekend okay see you buddy bye thank you man
0: thank you for spending time listening to the kiss faq podcast today all sales are final there are no refunds if you'd like look us up on facebook or come over to the kiss faq message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today don't forget to rate us on itunes spreaker or wherever you've listened to the show we hope you'll join us again